0: Hello everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Kaiju Conversation. I'm your host, ET13 Productions, and this may not be a usual episode you're used to, but this will be a new series we're starting called Throwback These will be just, you know, usual episodes, however, one thing will be different. Um, of course, I am your host, ET13 Productions, and joining me today is my co-host, Hey, it's me Justice. He's our co-host for these throwback episodes. How you doing today? Um uh I'm doing alright. That's good. Um if you couldn't tell or if you're new, uh Justice, our old co-host, has returned for throwback episodes, so this should be a lot of fun. So for the month of October, we will be doing a little bit of a different uh programming than we're used to. Um, Instead of doing sci-fi, we will be doing horror stuff, mainly horror topics, but we will also be branching off into sci-fi slightly. But, um, due to the fact that this is October, the month that Halloween takes place, uh, horror movies are popular now, they're being shown on TV, people are all talking about them, DVDs are selling, people are buying in DVDs, you know, and it's Michael Doherty's favorite month. So, yeah. Great time to discuss horror, really. So, um, as you can tell by the title and basically what I'm saying here, our topic for today is horror movies. Specifically, we have picked out a handful of horror movies that both Justice and I have watched, and we will be discussing them. We will be breaking them down from story, characters, to special effects, to horror elements. and We've got a pretty good list here of some known, uh, movies, and yeah, we don't have really any obscure ones, unfortunately. But I do like where we are at the moment. So to get us started, I guess. Um, do you have anything? Uh, what's what's a favorite thing you have about the horror genre, just the whole? Well,
1: I've never really been scared. Well, except for like earlier, like, whenever I was watching horror as a child, but I think everybody was scared at one point of horror at one point or another, or they still are. But I particularly am not really scared of uh, horror movies anymore, but I'm more scared of, like, real-life things, like, I don't know, family member dying or stuff like that. Yeah, Uh, which if there is a like something like that that actually scares me, it's more of like a. That's not usually whenever stuff like that is brought up, it's not really brought up in a horror movie particularly, but
2: Mm -hmm. uh, horror movies. What I really like about horror movies is the fact that it's it's kind of like the time to try and scare you it's not
1: like it doesn't have to scare you but that like
2: effort of trying to scare you is like what's so interesting about it yeah yeah I agree with you um what what was the first horror movie you can remember watching do you remember uh general idea Let's see. I'm trying to think. What was the first ever horror movie I ever saw? (sighs) That's really hard.
0: (laughs) If you can't think of one, just list off a prime example of a horror movie that you think of when people talk about horror.
2: A prime example
1: of a horror movie, I think... uh, think of whenever i think of horror is the thing or alien
0: i gotcha and one of those we'll actually be discussing today. but i guess um real quick i'll just say what i think about horror and then we'll jump right into movies
1: actually um, so... uh
0: could i ask you a question really quick yes most definitely
1: what is the earliest known like in terms of years like
2: horror movie you've seen Okay, so,
0: I believe, I don't know if this would count, Frankenstein 1910, I believe, is the oldest horror movie I know of, slash. That you have seen. Yes. I. Uh, it's not in my code, but for horror movies, I generally break that code. Um, But it's available on YouTube, and it's about 10 minutes, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the oldest horror movie I remember off the top of my head. Well, isn't Dr. Caligari a little bit older? Or is it around the same year? I think it's around the same time. I think Dr. Caligari was 1920. And I know Frankenstein was... If I'm right about that, it was 19... Yeah. It was 19 what? I believe Frankenstein was 1910... And Dr. Caligari was either 1912 or 1920. Uh, Let me check that real quick. Because that's a good
2: question. Because I know. What I was wanting to say was why don't we
1: talk about the earliest known horror movie that we both know? Okay. Before
2: we talk about any of these others. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah, Doctor Caligari was nineteen twenty. Okay, and I mean, um, technically, if you really
1: want to, we could do a audio commentary really quick over uh, nineteen ten Frankenstein. Since it's only ten minutes, really quick.
0: We could. Um, real quick, uh, one that I think that gets overlooked, but definitely is one very, very famous one is Nosferatu.
1: Yes, I agree with that.
2: I haven't seen that yet, but I... uh, I've seen... big parts of it.
0: Yes. Okay, um... Yeah, I guess you're getting a bonus in this episode, because we will be doing a commentary over 1910's Frankenstein. Um... Real quick, uh, uh, Thomas Edison actually had something to do with this film, if I remember right. Do you know about that, Justice? Uh, No, I did not. Hmm. And you can find this on YouTube, so if you want to follow us, if you're not watching us on YouTube, uh, just look up Frankenstein uh, 1910, not 1010 like I did. 1910 and then it should be the first thing frankenstein 1910 hd it has a runtime of 13 minutes 39 seconds so i'm going to be ready Um, i'm ready whenever you are okay i'm going to put it in full screen and you can hit the play button in three two one so, here we have at the beginning, it just says Frankenstein by Mary Shelley and trademark Thomas Edison. Uh, wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frankenstein leaves for college. Are we on the same time? Yes, we are. Okay. It's a shame how awful the film looks, though, because this is such a valuable film. Well, I mean, for its time, it's kind of like astonishing that it even exists. Yes. Um, And I, I always found it funny, people believe Boris Karloff was the first Frankenstein, however, this is truly the original Frankenstein. Yes. And I imagine this is probably the most accurate to Mary Shelley's original concept. Would you agree with that, making it less of a monster and more of Well, I mean, I mean, yes,
1: I have not read the novel myself, but I imagine that they probably did uh, draw, make it more accurate to the source material
0: in this version.
1: But then again, that's not really saying that much, considering the fact that it's only 13 minutes.
0: Yeah. And this is a silent film, so all you have to worry about is hearing music, which I do like the music myself. It's... Fine, it's fine. It's definitely
1: it's definitely royalty free. I've heard it on tons of uh Charlie Chaplin um uh <laughs> YouTube videos as well.
0: Yeah. Um so right now we have Dr. Frankenstein filling out his notes for uh or it's a letter to his sweetheart. Um and I can't recurse so I don't know what it says. I can't either. Well, I can if I <laughs> I can if, if I, try, I have I enough time, but I'm not going to read yeah. enough time. And I I always find it funny how silent films appear to be overreacting, or it's sped up ever so slightly. I love that. I actually really yeah. like that. Yeah, it it gives it a special aspect that isn't seen in films today. Yeah. Frankenstein's mind creates a monster. And here we have a fake skeleton in the bottom left hand corner, which will be the very first time Frankenstein is made. As well, you he mean creates...
1: Frankenstein monster?
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. He creates his well, concoction and. Actually, hasn't that
1: been, like, kind of debated as to whether or not. Well, at He's least Frankenstein's a... monster. By this point, it was Frankenstein's monster, but there was definitely a time at which people just basically decided, you know what, this is Frankenstein. It is Frankenstein's monster is Frankenstein, which, whenever it comes to the source material, that is not correct
0: whatsoever. Yeah. Now, I do want to compliment that now we are witnessing the birth of Frankenstein. And this is probably at this time was very realistic and probably amazing special effects at the time. I actually still like this effect. Even yeah, it, it, though it's it's very effective. It's very interesting to see. Yes. And uh I always thought it was funny to watch how Frankenstein looked in the film. I also find it funny the skeleton that's just chilling in the chair. <laughs> And here we are, the body is almost fully there. His arm lifts up, and this was done through Um, puppeting, or do you know, Justice? uh, Well, it must have been puppetry.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't imagine the real person is in that. (laughs) That's really (laughs) the only way you could do it besides that.
0: Yeah. You know, now, I'm surprised Criterion hasn't done a film or a DVD release of this. The they might do it on like a as a bonus thing if they yeah. like if they ever did like the other Frankenstein stuff. Yeah, but
1: I imagine they won't. Universal will yeah. probably not want them to do that.
2: Yeah,
0: I now, find it funny. Frankenstein's like lifting his arm up and so the way him.
1: they did this is like they had a. Uh, they had a model, and then they burnt burnt it, and then just put it in
0: reverse, right? I believe so, and that's a really cool technique that's really phenomenal. It's kind of I think that's what they
1: did if they didn't. I don't know how like they got the flames to like go like go off it in <laughs> reverse motion, yeah,'m so I'm like
0: Einstein is born, yes. Well, Frankenstein is monster. Well, uh, oh my god. <laughs> Essentially, it's Frankenstein, but nobody remembers. As Dr. Frankenstein is in fear of his creation, and realized what he's done, he has now fallen to his bed. As the door opens, and the monster appears. That's not a door, that's... Kind of, oh, the film's so badly damage you know, I find it funny how the design of this Frankenstein looks. It actually it's... reminds me
1: very much of a uh the gargantuans. Well I mean the gargantuans. Yeah, yeah. the gargantuans are like a uh Frankenstein. Like part of Frankenstein that just like got broken off after they well, how did that I remember the octopus ending, but I don't remember the original ending. What's
0: the original Two, ending? A fragment of Frankenstein was tore off somehow, and that grew into the brown gargantua, which then lost a piece of its skin, which then went to the river and grew the yes. green
2: gargoyle. Which, in all honesty, if,
1: if this design is more accurate to the source material of the book...
0: Which, I don't know if it is. Do you know if it is? I'm not sure myself, but I imagine it is, because it was more humanistic than what Universal portrayed him as. Well, if that's the case, then... If,
1: technically, the Japanese Frankenstein looks more accurate to
2: the source material than... uh, the 1930s one.
0: Yeah. You know, does the music remind you of, like, Thief of Baghdad or something? Because that's what it reminds me of, especially the cue that just happened. I have not seen Thief
1: of Baghdad, or I have not seen it in a long time, and I do not remember anything about it. Hmm. Now, I find this this scene very comedic, Uh, this one that's uh, happening right now. Later on, it'll be comedic. Well, you'll see what I mean, but... Uh, I like how he hides the monster, and just keeps on trying to hide the monster from, uh,
2: I believe this is his sweetheart, correct?
0: Yes, I believe so. I also kind of find it funny how, like, half the screen, like, all the actions off the screen, and it takes a mirror for you to see what's going on. Yes, that is very funny. And it's funny, uh, that's, it it's so
2: ridiculous seeing that Frankenstein.
0: Also, it's also, f- <laughs> mm-hmm. sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to bring up how the jump cuts, it's, it's hilarious to see them happening. <laughs> <laughs> he just hid behind the curtain away from the sweetheart, anyways, yes. you were saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was talking about. Um, uh. uh the fingers on this version of uh, Frankenstein, well, Frankenstein's monster, remind me very much of uh, Nosferatu.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, did he have finger extensions? Uh, what do you mean? Like, is that costume? Like, are the fingers uh, wh- extended which one are from you talking the actor?
1: About Nosferatu or
0: well, Frankenstein's
1: I mean... monster? Well, I mean, either one. Of th- th- this one, both of them okay. are definitely elongated yeah and now the monster is finally seen his reflection for the first time and he's storming off
0: on the bridal night Frankenstein's better nature asserting itself I don't know as yeah you know the jump cuts are so jarring to me it kind of messes with stuff with me if you know what I mean I don't know. I, I'm. It's not as bad to me.
1: Yeah. What I don't like is whenever they like have jump cuts and they try to make it like an effect. Like uh, in Red Sonia, there's like the main villain uh, mm-hmm. teleports through
2: jump cuts <laughs> instead yeah. of like having the her disappear through like a
1: like, smoke or something like that, or, like, some cool teleport, like, uh, portal trick.
2: (laughs) She's just, like, (laughs) and she's not there anymore. (laughs) You know, it's
0: surprising how, I don't know about you, but it feels like this has been going on for a while. It might be due to the absence of any actual action or anything, but it feels like this is a lot longer than 10 minutes.
1: Oh, trust me. If if you think this is long, then you then you don't want to see uh, Cabinet of Doctor Caligari.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: I love Cabinet I, of Doctor huge... Caligari, but it's not like the most riveting thing to ever watch. Yeah,
0: I'm not a fan of silent films. I respect them. I just there's something about them. I don't get the story. I guess I love them.
2: I love uh, silent films.
1: But I will admit, they're not the most riveting thing to watch, and Frankenstein's monster just gets, like, a little bit of trouble opening up that door,
0: even though he's (laughs) supposed to be, like, super strong. Yeah. That's funny. Now, do you know if they took all these in one take, like, each? jump, it was one take and they didn't rehearse it really at all? Well, the thing was, you have to
1: think about it, these were like more of Shakespearean trained actors, because film hadn't really become a thing yet.
0: Wait, what? Wait, what, did he just make himself invisible? I have not
2: seen this part of this movie. Wait, what?
0: What? Oh, what? Okay, I just got what? Does okay. Frankenstein have teleportation power?
1: <laughs> okay, never mind. I have not seen all this movie. I did not see that part.
0: What okay, wow. Oh. I don't remember this. What? The end? <laughs> what? what just happened? <laughs>
1: I guess I guess Frankenstein's monster just looked into the mirror and had a heart attack.
0: Yeah, March eighteenth, nineteen ten.
1: And then somehow somehow whenever he had his heart attack, he felt he got transposed into the mirror in his last moment of life.
0: Okay. And his and... body
1: and his body just disappeared.
0: <laughs> Wait, what's oh the creature. See, here it's under the creature, Charles Ogle, and it was the same person that made the makeup design for it, so that's actually pretty cool. Uh produced in New York by Thomas A. Edison. That's that's awesome. Hmm. So general thoughts on the film?
1: Uh
0: well I put...
1: uh I very much enjoy it
2: enjoyed it especially that ending that I hadn't seen yet. <laughs> uh. So uh about
1: the makeup. Anyways, going off of what you were about to st- uh, say about the makeup. Um So apparently that guy did did it say that that guy did a, did his own makeup? Yes. yes. Uh much like Lon Chaney Jr.? I believe so, yeah. Huh, that's interesting. Uh, Mm -hmm. Was Lon Chaney Jr. an
0: actor by this point? I don't believe he was. No. He wasn't until like the 20s, right? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Lon Chaney was definitely active during this time because Phantom of the Opera was 1916? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, so, closer, yeah, I, that's
1: closer to the 20s.
0: Yeah, I think Lon Chaney started in about 25.
2: Yeah. Which, if <laughs> if uh,
1: he was alive back then, he might have gotten that role. But then again, well, I mean, not alive, but if he was an actor
0: around then. Because mm-hmm. wasn't he in his late 30s, early 40s when he did Wolfman? Uh, I don't remember. I, I think it was something like that. He looked older than I think the role should have been, but I think he did a great job. But, uh, yeah, he was probably born in the 20s, if not early 90s. 19- yeah, I love Lon 19- Chaney Jr. Lon Chaney Jr. is awesome. Yes, I love all he's... the silent era stuff,
1: personally. E.T., what do you think of the silent era?
0: I respect it. Um, cause I without it we would not have film the way we do today. Um, so it definitely deserves more respect than it gets. As a person looking at it from a narrative point of view, I don't think it's as effective. But also, you also have to keep in mind that all they could put was music, and that was basically all you would have. You would have. No- audio. So, telling a story is a lot more difficult when you cannot use audio. You have to show, not tell. Which is something filmmakers nowadays I do not believe do as easily. Well, I mean, show, don't tell is like a
2: good... Like, it's a general uh, rule of filmmaking. Yeah. But, I mean, think about... Trying to think
0: of a movie. Um oh, perfect example. The thing in nineteen eighty one. If that didn't have audio, I don't think that movie would have been as good or the ending as impacting and mysterious as it was. Yep, I agree with that. I but think I... that
2: I think that some film
1: like if I think you could definitely do an experimental film Nowadays, though, that's silent. Yeah, kind of like. I, uh,
2: what are those? What is it called? Whenever you an homage film. Yeah, but Ooh. nowadays, if Quentin
0: Tarantino is listening to this, which he probably isn't. Uh, I can assure do... you, he's not. <laughs> you never know. You need to do a silent film and release it to the theaters for like a limited. Run. That's
1: actually ironic because I was going to bring up the fact that <laughs> that actually works back around perfectly because of the fact that uh did you know that in the Hateful Eight, you know, like the opening theme to the Hateful Eight, the dan dan dan. I have not seen it. So, anyways, that opening theme was inspired by the opening theme from The Thing, nineteen eighty one. It was perfect. 19- See,
0: perfect. It was 1981, loop. right? Uh, 81 or 82. I believe it's 81, but I could be wrong. But yeah. That's cool. I did not know that. That's actually really cool. Speaking of the thing, uh, let's go ahead and go to our first main topic, I guess, unless you had anything else to say, really.
1: Uh, Would you like to talk about the silent era anymore before we move on to... The
0: 50s. Um, I, I, but in short, I appreciate what they've done. I don't like them as much, but I can respect them and acknowledge the hard work they put into Well, 50s and 40s.
1: And yeah. uh, I like the silent era just as much as any era.
0: Understandable. Personally. And I, I can see why. I mean it makes sense to me, at least, why you would like it. Um, aren't so far like that. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised Criterion doesn't have more silent film.
2: film. Well, I mean, uh, foreign films are kind of like a silent film to us
1: in the fact that, like, you have to read it. True. But that's different in the fact that, yeah. like, There's a lot more dialogue in a foreign film that you have to read. Well, actually, no, no, no. Uh, I've talked about... I believe I have talked about The Seventh Seal before. I don't know if I've talked about it on here, though. But that is not a too dialogue-heavy movie. But... It does have its scenes where it has a lot of dialogue, but there's a lot of stuff that you could, like, miss and still get the Mm -hmm. general gist of the movie. And I feel like uh, that movie is definitely a movie that feels like you could take out the audio and put in, like, slides of uh, text and get the same gist out of it.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a good note to end that on. Um, so, like he's like Justice said, we're going to fast forward things about forty years to the year nineteen fifty, when a sci-fi horror movie came out. Um, well, let's I know do, we're jumping...
1: before we do the thing from another world. Let's do Creature from the Black Lagoon because that came out before.
0: No, it came out after. Wait, it did. Oh yeah, that's yes. right.
1: Because I I was thinking about the fact. Yeah, sorry, you're right. Never mind. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um. So this is also sci-fi, but it's a horror movie. Um. And I do know we're jumping over huge horror films like Frankenstein with Boris Karloff and Dracula and Wolfman. But I feel like those are so important to society that maybe down the road we might do another episode and we may talk exclusively about the original shared cinematic universe.
1: They warrant their own film. I mean, own own episode. Why'd I say film?
0: (laughs) They definitely do deserve their own films. (laughs) Well, that Um, didn't work out. Dark um, universe, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Very true. Um, so, yeah, one of the, I think it's an amazing film. um, The Thing from Another World, based off of a book, uh, turned into a film, uh, do you know the specs of the movie itself and the Actually, book and all that?
1: wasn't, I thought it was a short story, not a book.
0: Yeah, 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 that's right, it was a short story. Uh, the short story was called Who Goes There, right? I believe so, yes. Let me just look that up really quick. Yeah. And uh, after you look that up, and uh, maybe a little other trivia facts, uh, tell me a basic rundown of what you thought about the movie, like the story, characters, and all that jazz.
1: Um, uh, well, first of all, I'd like to say that I, have not, I did not see The Thing from Another World until after I had seen the 80s version. So I had seen the really? 80s version... Yes, I had seen the '80s version before I saw the 50, '50s version, hmm. which I think is ironic because whenever I think of like uh, '80s remakes of classic horror movies, uh, I think of one, The Thing, and two, The Fly, which a yeah. lot of people have seen. The '80, well, it was '80s, right? The Fly. Yes,
0: '86, I believe.
1: The The Fly. A lot of people have actually seen the remake before they saw the original, original? or they have not seen the original.
0: Period. That's opposite for me. Like I've I've only seen the original. I've yet to see Jeff Goldblum's portrayal. Same
1: here. Same here. I have not seen the remake. I have only seen the original.
0: And did you know that there's two sequels to the original Fly?
1: Yeah. Yes. And isn't there also a sequel to the remake
2: of the Fly? Yes.
0: And I didn't even realize there was to the Flies about two years ago, because they were so low-budget and so good, so <laughs> highly un... Uh, like, nobody wanted them. That, it's it's kind of funny and ironic that nobody talks about those.
1: Anyways, uh, yes. The name of the short story is Who Goes There?
0: That's a funny story, or title for a eventual sci-fi master. Um, well, I mean, it's not really a funny title. I like the title. See, I I don't know why, but it makes me think of a book by uh, Lemony...
2: Lemony Snick... Do
0: you, you know... Uh, I had a book, and it... I don't remember who it was by, but... It, I'm pretty sure it was called Who Goes There, or Who's Who's Out at This Hour. And that's the first thing I think of whenever
2: I hear that. Um, um, let me see. So, I have not read Who Goes There.
1: But, I remember getting a general synopsis of it, and i remember they took a lot of uh liberties of the story whenever they adapted it into the the original 1950s the thing mhm which uh the 1980s version ironically enough i'm pretty sure uh is more accurate to the source material i believe
0: isn't that right yeah Um, I think so, and real quick, yes, Lemony Snicket, who could be at this hour, or who could be that at this hour? Um, I don't know why that's the thing that I think of whenever I heard Who Goes There, or what's Uh, what's, the title?
1: What's that about?
0: Um, I don't know exactly, but it's a blue cover, and one of the little panels has a guy, it's a silhouette, he's wearing a hat, and he's walking over the city. Um, Well, that's kind of funny that
1: the way you described it, it kind of sounds like the thing uh, picture, except for uh, instead of like in ice, it's on a city. (laughs) At least the way you described it, which I'm sure that's not what it looks like at all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, my descriptions. are. Oh, yeah, there you go. You send it to me. Yeah, that's not what it looks like at all. Uh, but, uh, what are your thoughts on the movie itself, really? Uh, the movie itself, I do prefer the uh,
1: remake over it. Yes. But we wouldn't, we probably wouldn't have the remake. Or, well, we might have the remake, but it definitely wouldn't be the way it is. Because mm-hmm. of the fact and that.
0: We'll bring that up here a little bit later. Because that's on our list of discussion.
1: Here's the thing. I feel like they would have adapted this book eventually.
0: but mm, Most definitely,
2: yeah.
1: But if we didn't have the original 1950s version, by the time we did, got to the 80s, or, well, not it might have not even been the 80s if we didn't have the 50s version. It might have been, like, 90s before we got an adaptation of it. Who knows? Or Uh, it could
0: have been in the 60s, and it could have been a cheesy, campy movie that everybody hated. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean... And...
1: (laughs) Some people say that 50s movies are like that, which I'd say for some of them, yeah, but a lot of people say that something like, I don't know... uh,
0: Well, War of the Worlds uh, is a master.
1: Yes, somebody would say that like, War of the Worlds is cheesy, which I don't know what the heck they mean. That does not seem cheesy to me at all. Okay,
0: real quick, when I first saw that movie, it freaked me. Out. the The sounds that the spaceships made was haunting. I th- and now granted, nowadays it's like oh, you know, it's 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 a 50s B movie sound, but when I first heard that, when I was so young. It freaked me out, and it's not even a horror movie really. It's more of a sci-fi, but it had elements that absolutely chilled me. Hearing, you know, like the beam from the the top little straw thingy. It's that been quite a while
1: being. since I've seen World of the Worlds. Hold on,
2: but, I did uh... not
1: watch World of the Worlds until like uh, a few years ago, actually. The original yeah. 1950s version.
0: And it's hard to believe that came out in 53. It it looks a lot more modern to me. To me, to, well... Like, the buildings... If, if they had, like, rec-
1: recorded, like, different building structures... Like, uh... Like, if it was set up in, like, the World's Fair... Uh... Mm-hmm. Then... I definitely couldn't be able to tell if what year it was from.
0: Yeah. The only thing that really dates the film is you can see the wires. That's the only thing that actually brings the movie down, seeing those wires. And I think that's awesome. They were able to achieve such a high advanced film at that time.
2: I love the how they did the shield effect,
1: too, in that movie. hmm With the glass domes. Yeah. Uh, That reminds me a lot of Mysterians. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Uh, Actually, a lot of that movie reminds me of the Mysterians. The Mysterians reminds me a lot of War of the Worlds. But War of the Worlds is not what we're talking about. We're talking about the thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What thing? The thing from the Fantastic Four? Or that thing that fought Godzilla? Or what about this thing? <laughs> what about that thing? Or the the thing? walking hand? Is yeah. that what we're talking about? Or do you mean the <laughs> giant ants? <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny that that's what they chose to call it was the thing. You got, you know, like, that's... You got like six different things that are the thing. I mean, non-copyrights, am I right?
1: <laughs> it's just a word. You can't copyright the word
0: thing. Uh, but yeah, I think we definitely both agree that this is a huge film for it. It definitely sets some pretty good standards for not only cliches but also kind of building off the horror element that later yes. became what the 80s, I think, accomplished very well. And I do want to bring up real quick how the mad scientist in The Thing is a polar opposite of the scientist seen in Godzilla. That was brought yes. out by David Callitz, I believe, in his commentary for Godzilla 1954, and it is very true. But uh, definitely this is a good film, I think. And... I honestly kind of feel like he bashes
1: on that movie a little bit, but uh, I feel like he bashes on that movie, but he doesn't... It seem it makes it seem like he bashes on that movie, but he, he also... I feel like he do, he's not like the type of guy that doesn't like that movie. Do you get what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think he was just using it as reference for... He's a
1: little bit harsh on the movie. Yeah. And he just didn't have time to say... Oh this I, I like I like this movie but so and instead he just went for
2: as compared to blah 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 mhm which is not as good in my opinion
0: <laughs> but uh generally did you enjoy this film uh would you recommend it to other people oh definitely and, uh, and also, whenever
1: I think of this film, I also think of Halloween.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, this film—it really was an inspiration to John Carpenter, because he yes. not only directed Halloween, but he directed The Thing. And I—I'm pretty sure in his commentary, he brought up how The Thing was one of his most influential films. That's in like Godzilla Fifty Four. Uh, also heavily influenced, and a couple of others. So, uh, hmm. definitely an important film. That's kind of weird to think that
1: Fifty Four inspired him, and by that point in time, wouldn't he have only seen the?
0: uh... It was King of the Monsters. I, yeah, I was about I, to say, I used Fifty Four and King of the Monsters in... Inter- I I mean, now with twenty nineteen, it's so weird King to think
1: that that didn't count. Like, the official, like, original version didn't come out until 2012, isn't that
0: right? At least here in the Uh, States. 2004 was when it was first revealed to America. Alright, I got a little bit close. Yeah. Uh, Essentially, a company got the distribution right, and there was a rumor going around, because it was the beginning of the internet, so people didn't say enough yet. But, uh... There was a rumor going around that there was, quote-unquote, a director's cut of Godzilla 54, which turned out to be the original Japanese, and that movie did gang bust, uh at the box office when it was America.
2: It's just so weird to think that for so long, the film people,
0: was didn't, people
1: didn't get to see like the original version of that movie.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny because now that's like one of the most easily accessible films and it's more more, you're more likely to be able to find 54 nowadays than 50. It like flipped. Yeah. But But uh, but anyways, we're not talking about Godzilla nineteen we're talking about the thing. Speaking of 54, do you want to move on to Creature from the Black Lagoon?
1: Yes, and I know
2: why you said that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so real quick, this is the last of the universal horror movie monsters to get a movie. At least from the original set. Well didn't wasn't there
1: a uh, Phantom of the Opera uh universal? Yes, but Phantom
0: of the Opera came out way before Creature.
1: No, I mean, but that wasn't Universal. That was a different company. Or wait, was it? Hold on. I,
0: I'm i pretty sure it was Universal. Cause that Doctor, made I the know Doctor... 19...
2: The 19... Uh, 10s version? Yeah. Maybe you're thinking of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, wait, no, that was 1925. Ooh. Oh, I'm a little off. (laughs) We were both off. I said 1910s. I know Dr. Jekyll came out in 41. There was two in...
0: But, uh, anyway. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. It was the last of the universal horror movie monsters to get a movie. It got three movies. Um... Number two felt like it was a rerun of the first one, and number three I didn't care for a whole lot. Oh uh, yeah, um, never mind. It was Universal. And then creature the Gill Man, which is what he's called, appeared in the Monster Squad in 1985, which I love that movie. It's a great, fun, corny. Movie. Have you seen that one, Justin?
1: Uh, yes, but really quick. Also, I was not talking about the original 1925. Phantom of the Opera. I know that there was a remake in the 1950s that was on a box set of uh no it was made in the 19- it was
2: 1943.
0: Never mind. Hmm. Yeah. Uh but I love Monster so you... Squad as well. Yeah. Monster it's Squad it's a awesome. fun movie. It's like Goonies with the Universal. Yeah. um and then uh, after that, uh, of course, uh, Gilman was on The monsters, as Uncle Gilbert. He appeared for two episodes and then appeared in, I believe, both TV movies um, that they had.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yes, and then after that, I haven't seen it, but there was a hand of the Gilman present in Tom Cruise's The Mummy. But due to the fact that movie-bombed harder than anything, uh, I believe there's been a creature film in development since 2001, originally supposed to have Guillermo del Toro direct, which that fell through, and he eventually did Shape of Water, which is the closest he'll ever get to making it. Um, And whenever Dark Universe was announced, they announced a creature movie, which then got canceled and Universal, you don't listen to us, but make a frickin' remake of Creature from the Black Lagoon. I want to see it. Do it now. Don't make do it a Universal. Now. Yes, listen to Arnold. Just do it. It's a great classic film. You need to remake it. Mummy's got 50 billion remakes. Frankenstein's in public domain. You've got giant monster Frankenstein. Dracula. People are getting tired of Dracula. Dr. Jekyll kind of stupid anymore. And technically fan anybody fan. can do
1: Invisible Man because of the fact that, like, the Invisible Man is copyrighted, but not
0: Invisible Man. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Which is funny.
0: And may I say that Toho has done uh, Invisible Man, Frankenstein, oh, Dracula, yeah, that's true. and The Mummy. <laughs> Wait, they and did Wolf, a Dracula? Wolfman. Yeah, it's not in the Godzilla universe, but they did a Lake of Dracula movie in the 70s. I didn't know about that. I knew about the Invisible Man one,
1: but I didn't know about the Dracula one.
0: And they yeah, did, and technically, they did a Wolfman one. Godzilla versus Legendary Wolfman. Well, that does, that's not like should be out next. That's not like the Wolfman that, you, like, true normal sized Wolfman. Well, he started off normal size and grew to giant size. From well, what I, I know mean. I know practically nothing about that movie. <laughs>
1: Besides the Um, fact that if he's going to fight Godzilla, he has to be huge.
0: Yes. Um, And, of course, there. have you seen Ultraman Justice? Uh, yeah. One of the creatures in Ultraman was based off of Creature. I don't remember which one, but it's very... Oh,
1: I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly feel like The Creature is one of those, like, characters that's, like, so ingrained to, in our society that, like, uh, you can do a character that has, like, gills and gills and stuff like that, and you don't even realize, oh, wait, I kind of just, uh, ripped off. Not ripped off, but got inspired by, not inspired by, but well, I guess inspired if you say uh unconsciously got inspired from uh the Gill Man to make this character.
0: A la shape of water.
1: Yeah. Well no, that that was clear that was clearly conscious and conscious effort. True. I'm thinking more of like uh, there's this one monster from Spectre Man that looks very much like the
2: the Gill Man. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. Um but anyway back to the
0: original. Again, another master of horror. It it's a little boring. I can see where people can say that, but I love it. I it's it's perfect. And what's funny is my first run-in with creature from the Black Lagoon was actually I was reading a book about uh, it was Fish. I was reading a book about Fish and they had brought up the Gilman. And after that, I fell in love with the creature.
2: But uh, Justice,
0: what's your overall thoughts on Creature from the Black Lagoon? Personally, um, the
1: I go back and forth between, which is my favorite of the universal monsters, and I go back and forth between the Wolfman
2: and uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. Which, aren't they both out of the big
1: five? The big five, right? That's uh, Phantom... Dracula, Frankenstein, Gilman, and the Wolfman, right? Mummy and Dr. Oh, yeah, Jekyll forgot. Mr. Hyde. I Hyatt. forgot about the money. Well, Dr. and Jekyll doesn't really count. They're kind of like their own thing, at least in my opinion. Invisible so the Big Six. Man. the so, Oh, yeah, the Invisible Man. But, well, the Invisible Man is kind of like. Nobody
0: could see him, okay? Nobody can see him. He doesn't count.
1: <laughs> The invisible well no the invisible man doesn't really count in the fact that like there's not really a monster quality he's a yeah he's not really a monster to me he's
0: just an enhanced
1: human he's yeah he's just an enhanced human but then again i guess you could also
0: argue that with the mummy and eh, mummy's different mummy is like eternal Once they the invisible they have been altered dies,
1: they have been altered in their mindset beyond the fact that they have just uh, they have been altered through their brains in a physical way, not in an emotional way. And While the invisible man has been altered in his mind through an emotional
3: way.
2: Do you get what I mean? Yeah. He's just insane while the creature the creature
1: has an animal like brain uh phantom uh he's been disfigured and has been cast out for in the sewers uh and isn't it kind of like inferred the fact that he was raised there mm-hmm. or
0: yeah well doesn't that I also dep- so.
1: doesn't that also depend on which version you're looking at yeah um and then Frankenstein, he was brought back from the le- dead. Uh, Mummy brought back from the dead as well. And
0: Dracula. Whatever Dracula.
1: Yeah, whatever <laughs> Dracula is, because we don't really know because of the fact that, like, his backstory goes so far back and it's, like, so debatable on what his backstory actually is,
2: depending on which version you're looking at.
0: Yeah. But, uh,. I guess before we fast forward to a time of v h s tapes um what's your final
2: thoughts on creature from the black Lagoon, I guess um Creature from the Black Lagoon is
1: uh will always be a classic film in my eyes, but I do not see it as the first suit fit.
2: Uh, Summation. I do not see it as that. Yes. Oh, so you're saying you agree with me now? Um, hang on. Let me look. Yes. Wait, no. Technically, wouldn't the day the Earth stood still win? Well, I mean, is there was a guy in a suit in that one. What I consider suitmation is if you, if it's like, uh, forced perspective. Hmm. Because I mean, if you're gonna say it's just a guy in a rubber suit, then
1: wouldn't technically how how far would you have to say for it to be considered a rubber suit? Because, could you also say latex? Because if you're saying latex, then could not like, uh, they used latex in the original Frankenstein? The original original Frankenstein? I do They're not remember. Part of the, because, I mean, if they did, and if and latex is rubber, and depending on what you
2: define as a suit uh, wouldn't that technically count? It might it also de- uh, well, not a lot of it was probably latex,
1: so I think it's like very debatable on what it that's why I say you also have to include the force perspective because. It, if you don't then that just goes down a big rabbit hole yeah if you're saying it's also forced perspective then you also then you say it's either Godzilla or the King Kong movie and you have to say it's either or of those because uh, Godzilla is the only is the first one that is not lost while King Kong is the first one that is lost though it's lost
0: a little backstory about that for people that don't know what we're referring to. In the late 30s, uh, a company in Japan decided to make two King Kong knockoff films. One was wa- Wasai Kai Kingokonga, something like that. Um, Kingu Kongu. Was... There we go. Uh, I'm not saying that because I'm going to butcher it. And the other one was King Kong appears in Edo, where they used a guy in a rubber suit. I thought was say King, King Kong Kongu
1: was King Kong appears in Tokyo or wait what what was it again Edo
0: Edo but tr- just translated Um I don't believe so I know there's two There was set- two films
1: there was two films yes. Let's just boil it down to that and move
0: yeah. on Um so now we're going to fast forward to a time that I personally love personally love um a time where Special effect practical effects was huge. Makeup artists were growing. Dan Winston was around. Spielberg had his debut films. Uh, you know, the perfect time for film. We are going to start off. Um, now again, we are skipping over some classics. Um, like 1978's Halloween. Um, so again, uh, we acknowledge those. It's just maybe those deserve their own or maybe and plus a bunch another. of
1: 50s movies like uh, Beast from 20,000 Fathoms that them uh, yeah. wait, I just realized that <laughs> I, I earlier said are you talking about giant ants thinking that them was actually called things but things no <laughs> that's something completely different and don't look up things trust me don't look up things do not. Unless you're going to look gonna it look up look on YouTube, it. in which case you're probably going to find the Brandon Tindell, uh episode on things. But do not watch things. Do not do it.
0: I'm going to watch things after. Don't
1: watch things. <laughs> no.
0: Um. So the film I'm going to we're going to discuss from 1980, the classic Friday the 13th. Um. I'll be honest here. I'm not a fan of slasher films. Uh, never have been. Uh, my, my personal view of horror is it should be mental and psychological and not really blood splattering across the personally. But, uh, I, I, I thought the film was okay. Very low budget, but uh, brought a lot of cliches. Um... And I find it interesting how the first Friday the 13th film didn't actually have Jason Voorhees as we know him. Uh, it was Jason's mother. But uh, Justice, what's your thoughts on Friday the 13th, 1980?
1: Well, going back to that, uh, I did not know that the first time I saw um, uh, Friday the 13th, the original I thought it was going to be
0: Jason, but. I did too. Yeah. But yeah, it, it it's weird that they kind of scrapped. I don't think they ever intended to be a sequel. I think that's what happened. Um, that's definitely what happened. <laughs> Isn't part two okay, and three is bad, and everything after is awful? No, it's more
2: like, uh,. Part 4 is debatably the best. Hmm.
1: Um,
0: Eventually, I'll get around to watching.
1: Eventually.
0: Before I die.
2: The thing is, Part 3 is... It definitely shows its 80s. Definitely.
0: Does he take Manhattan or something?
1: No, that's not not Takes Manhattan. Takes Manhattan isn't until... uh,
0: Wait, that's the thing.
2: Or not takes Manhattan. Uh, what's it called? Uh, one of them is where Jason goes to New York.
1: Yeah. Wait, what? You didn't know that? No. What? What? You're kidding, right? No. One of them is where Jason goes to New York.
3: Oh my granted, god, they
1: ran out of ideas. Granted, well, the thing is, granted, like, the thing about that movie is, like, 90% of the movie is them just
2: on a boat getting to New York.
0: And like, Please tell me there's not one, like, Jason in Space, or Jason Finds Love. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or Jason versus Jason... Mecha version?
2: Um, uh, Have you ever heard of a little thing called Jason X? No. no! Please tell me, it's not all three of them combined.
1: It's not all of those combined, but, uh, it's Jason in space, and oh. there also is this thing called Uber Jason that's, uh, a robot a robot version of Jason. He doesn't fight a regular version of himself. That's just like the regular version of himself turned into a robot. Yes, Jason oh X is
0: off. Oh my god. Oh, they ran out of ideas. Oh god. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the Leprechaun movies? No, yes. I've heard about them, <laughs> but I've never seen them. There's one... Oh, there's god. a...
1: There's a there's a <laughs> leprechaun goes to the hood and there's a leprechaun goes to uh, goes in space. <laughs> yeah, basically basically uh, the Friday the Thirteenth movies like started slowly going to what uh, the leprechaun films did. That's basically what Friday the Thirteenth
0: did. Oh my God. The fact that they made Jason Takes Manhattan and Jason in Space blows my mind.
2: They also made Jason Goes to Hell.
0: Wasn't
2: that Freddy? No, they're... Er, wait. Hold on. I'm pretty Uh, sure it's Freddy Goes to Hell.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Jason Goes to Hell. Uh... Jason... G-rated podcast, guys. Goes, uh, That's not a bad word. We're using it in the correct term. Please don't yeah. hurt us or sue us. You can't... Uh, it's
1: a... Well, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah, it is Jason
1: <laughs> Goes... It's Jason Goes to Hell the final
2: Friday. Okay. Oh, my
0: God. Why? In, okay. So, I anyway... I love
1: how you're saying... Oh, uh... Hell's a bad word, kids. And that while
3: you're saying, <laughs>
0: oh my god. Okay, so back to Friday the 13th, 1980. What did you think of the film Justice?
1: Uh, I'd like to give it justice and say it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate, I agree <laughs> I hate stuff you. like that. I hate me doing that. Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, you're really supportive. You're really supportive.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. Well, see, the thing is, the Anyways, movie we're going to talk about next, so... Really quick, that's These... Uber Jason right there. Uh, there is no... Vi- oh my god. Uh. T- t- okay, so for the people at home, it looks like Shredder got <laughs> mixed in with Jason and some random Star Wars character... I won. guess you could.
1: I guess you could say it looks like Shredder got shredded with Jason.
0: Okay. Okay. We're gonna end here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. So good movie. Go watch. Um, what Jason X? Machete wielding. No. No. Friday the Thirteenth. A <laughs> uh, uh. good movie. See hockey guy be expecting crazy old mother. Um makes the mother from the wall look like a tooth fairy. Well it depends on if no. are you talking about the animated version
1: of the mother? Because the mother animated is <laughs> looks pretty pretty
0: disgusting. <laughs> um well we're gonna leave that for another discussion. The thing is the next movie we're gonna talk about See what not I did there? The
1: thing, not the thing from another world, the thing.
0: No, the, the thing we're going to discuss.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Please, I'm sorry for the... Fun. Don't hurt me. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Before we do the thing, uh, I'd like to quickly discuss, because these are both John Carpenter films, my favorite movie of all time that's horror. I watch this every Halloween. Um. The Fog, John Carpenter's The Fog. Yes, yes. I love that movie. I love it. I watched it on TV for the first time on Halloween, and ever since then, I've made it a point to watch the film on Halloween. I love it. What's your favorite
1: part of the movie?
0: The music. I love the music.
1: I mean, like, well, I mean, the I, I agree with that. But what do you mean? I mean, like, uh,
2: favorite scene.
0: Okay, so, I like the scene where the fog rolls into town.
2: I I don't know
0: why, but they use miniatures, the music, the lighting, everything about it is such an amazing film. I just, I'm at a loss for words on how amazing it is. I love the end in the
1: church. Now I'm not yes. gonna say I'm not gonna say anymore, but I love that ending, especially. The ending was good, especially the the ending. Ending. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about?
0: Yeah, the real real ending. Yeah. Yeah. Now, real quick, the movie's rated R, but if you're a kid. Go tell your parents to watch it. It's not bad at all. It's not violent. <laughs> Go tell There's your no parents blood. to watch it and then sneak in. <laughs> no, it it's not bad. There's no real language. The violence is very minimal. It's not it should be PG. It is not the most horrifying thing is the pirate. The space or the ghost pirate. Aren't there maggots in the face of the ghost yeah, pirates? Yeah, the maggots. But that's probably it not bad you can are there is there cursing in it i can't remember there is but it's not bad there's no f-bombs there's it's very minimal it should not be rare i haven't
1: seen it in a little while is the thing mm. yeah get it the, the thing? thing the yeah. thing
0: okay real quick um out of all the movies we talk about today the fog is the one you should watch um, i love it hold on I, I just there's something about um, fog that
2: is so good.
1: Maybe agree. Well, but... actually, no, 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 no. Besi- uh, actually, no. The one that you should check out the most out of all of these that we're going to talk about today is Frankenstein because you can literally watch that basically anytime.
0: That's true. You can watch that on YouTube for free. But out of all of the main ones we're going to be discussing, the fog is it. Um, it's got Jamie Lee Curtis in it. It's, uh, uh, Adrian Barboa is in it. It's, Wait, do you like the fog oh. over the thing? Yes. I have to disagree with that. I do like the
1: I, fog, but I don't like it as much as the thing. I like the thing I, they're, just a little bit more.
0: I, I just... They're kind of separate. Like, one's more of a sci-fi, one's more of a horror movie. Well, not a... Oh a fantasy horror you
2: mean yeah sci-fi horror and then fantasy horror okay so basically directors thinking of horror movies. making them making horror movies. back in the day um horror but that's books not movies I oh that think that anything. reminds me
1: uh only a few days ago i saw uh
2: Name of the movie, uh, John Carpenter movie, Stephen King movie, uh, Car. Oh,
0: uh, wait, Car, yeah, Car. That, that was made by John Carpenter,
2: yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Christine, Christine, yeah.
0: Oh, Christine, oh, oh, I thought you meant Car. No, I'm talking about.
2: Uh, I'm like I couldn't think of the name. If are the car, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think. Yes, it's called. Uh, I just lost my train of thought, but yeah, it's small. So, what the car? The car.
0: Yeah, the car. It's called the car.
2: Oh, I love
0: Christine.
1: Those... Christine's a great movie, and I only watched it I... like a little while ago.
0: I've actually never seen Christine. Oh, Christine's great.
2: It has this really cool it has this
1: really cool uh car repair effect and I, I do not know
2: how he did it legit I I know it's reverse motion but like for example there's this mirror
1: like you know like a mirror on a car that it shows being undestroyed and I don't really get how he did that because you don't, like, see anything in the shot that would have broke it in the first place for it to, like, been reversed back back in reverse motion. Do you get what I mean? And, like, the frame coming out, well, actually, that's even more impressive. Like, how would they do that?
2: Yeah. Well, I guess it
1: could have been aluminum. And they just sucked in the air out of it and made it crumble like that. But I don't know how they did it with the mirror. I legit have no
0: idea. Interesting. But I do. do you agree though that John Carpenter is the king of horror movies? Uh, I I know Wes Craven is somebody else. They would bring up, but I feel like he's made two films that are popular, Nightmare on Elm Street and then Last There's House. There's another person left. that I, I can't think of right now,
2: but I think, I'll say John Carpenter
1: for now, but there was another person that I'm, uh, that I can't think of right now that I remember is really, really good at horror movies too.
0: If you think of it, just shout it out, even if I'm in the middle of talking. Okay. Um, so, anyway, getting on to The Thing,
2: um, it's a great movie. I love The
0: Thing. Um, definitely great with practical effects. Would you isn't agree it... with that? Yes, isn't it? Technically,
2: uh, George Romero. Yeah, yeah. Alfred, oh, he Alfred did... Hitch- nope, Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock.
0: That's true. You can't beat Psycho, though. Even though I haven't seen it, I acknowledge that that movie is a master.
2: Uh, I'm thinking more of The Birds. Oh, that's true.
0: I've seen The Birds. That is... Stephen but King was a director for Maximum, for maximum Overdrive, overdrive
2: right? but we don't talk
0: about that. <laughs> Okay, I like the movie, but I think that's because I like the music.
1: <laughs> no, i I like I like Maximum Overdrive, but not like in a serious horror movie sort of way.
0: Very true. Very true. I love when the ATM in that movie tells everybody F U. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and uh The cocans Guillermo del
1: Toro. Another horror that, movie That's bo- true. Horror movie director, but not as good as John Carpenter, just Pitching out yeah. ones that I googled, but uh, definitely I would say George Romero and Alfred Hitchcock. Better. Didn't
0: George Romero make Night of the Living Dead?
1: I can't believe you're asking that question.
0: I've never, I've never <laughs> seen it. I've never seen Night of the Living Dead. How have you not seen it? It's, it's in the public domain. I know, I know. I I need to see it. I I kind of want to get the Criterion one though, because. Wait, and there's no, a criterion. criterion version? I believe so. Isn't there like 50,000 versions there's... of Night of the Living Dead?
1: Yeah, it's because it's in public domain. Because Do you, wanna hear... Do you want me to tell that? It's just a really quick story. So basically, um, there was this one point in time where to be able to have a copyright on a movie, uh, you would have to put at the end of the movie. It was either at the end or the beginning, or it was both.
2: You had to put Events
0: are completely factual.
2: You had to put uh, copyright and then the year.
1: But they forgot to do that whenever they were making the credits for Night of the Living Dead, so it wound up becoming public domain. Huh. And that's why uh that's why there are so many zombies mo- zombie movies because of the fact that Zombies are in the public domain because of that.
0: That's interesting. Think of how much the world would be different without *The like, Living Dead*. Agreed. Now, correct well, me if I'm wrong, but it the thing was is, a...
2: a lot of people
1: say, "Imagine if blah 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 didn't exist. Uh, then we wouldn't have blah blah blah." Which, yeah. We wouldn't have had it at least not for another, what, five years? Yeah. Which, which, it, it, the thing is, it would, it would have caught, it would cause like a ripple in time where, well, that didn't happen, so this didn't happen, so this didn't happen, so this didn't happen. Uh, But the thing is, somebody would have made it like only, what, five years after that or 10 years. Or whatever, not too long after that, so it's, yeah. it would have like rippled in time, and like things would have shifted forward a few years and the thing is, the first thing I think of is if well if thomas if Thomas Jefferson didn't discover electricity, we wouldn't have
0: electricity,
1: and it like,
0: just would have been a lot later
1: yeah we would it's just that it would wouldn't be until, like, not a lot
2: later. I feel like it would have been until, like, probably, I don't know, maybe five years. Yeah. Somebody else hmm. would have discovered it, or
1: he would have discovered it just later on. You get yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the original Night of the Living Dead was a independent like college, right?
2: Uh yes, it was an independent film.
0: Hmm. And I just looked it up, so there's six movies in this series that's not connected, but kinda is, but not really. Uh no, the first Well
1: also you there's also Return of the Living Dead, which is kind of a sequel to uh, Night of the Living Dead and then uh, Return of the Living Dead 2 which is a sequel to Return of the Living Dead Uh, Return of the Living Dead is made by completely different people but they uh, somehow they say that it references Night of the Living Dead in it and it's like you could think of it in your head canon as connecting, or not, if you really want it to. Yeah, It's like one of those things where since Night of the Living Dead is in public domain, it's really kind of like you can
2: think whatever you want about what is canon and not. Yeah, I gotcha. Hmm. But, but the uh... things that are definitely canon are
1: uh... The six John Carpenter, or
0: George Romero Romero
1: films, which is Night of the Living Dead, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead,
0: and then, what's the name of the other ones? Wasn't it Road of the Dead or Survival of the Dead or something? I looked it up, and I don't remember I'm pretty sure one of them was like
1: Diary of the Dead or something like that.
2: (laughs) I need
0: to see the original.
2: Uh
1: definitely oh, okay. check out uh De- Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead are also Shaun really of good. the Dead? Shaun of the Dead is cool too.
0: <laughs> um, real quick, uh, and then we gotta get back on to the thing. Um wasn't there a rights issue with Army of Darkness to Walking Dead or something? Ash versus Evil Dead or whatever? Uh what? Army of Darkness, you know what I'm talking about, that movie? Yeah. Doesn't that have a sequel, but technically it can't be due to copyright laws?
2: No. Let me... Are you talking about the TV show?
0: No, the movie. Army of Darkness, also known as Bruce
1: Oh, are you talking about, like, the fact that it's, like, Evil Dead and then Evil Dead 2
2: and then Army of Darkness?
0: Yeah, something like that.
2: No, they just wanted wanted Army
1: of Darkness to feel like its own thing. Apocalyptic ending. And then the one that's, like, uh, Ash Returns Home.
2: Hmm. Which I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but...
0: Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea here. I I'm not huge into zombie films, so That's not a zombie film. Me? Oh
1: that's uh that's a demon well not even technically a demon. That's a possession
2: film. There you go. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Very interesting. But uh, anyway, back on to the thing, I guess. Unless you had anything else you wanted to bring up.
1: No, I'm good.
0: Okay. So moving on, the thing. Uh, great practical effects, right? Yes.
2: Great. Um, astonishing.
0: What's What's your thoughts on the movie other than astonishing special effects? Um, I really I like say the it's plot. Better than the-
2: I say it's better than the original as well, but it's kind of like comparing apples to oranges. Or alien to aliens. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that
1: is a really good comparison, alien to aliens.
0: Even though, personally, aliens is way better? Uh, Personally.
2: I get more enjoyment out of... uh. Well, I like, I get more enjoyment
1: out of Aliens just watching it casually, but whenever it comes to
2: deconstructing it, I like Alien more.
0: I gotcha. You. you know, it. and I'm gonna go off topic, but we gotta get back on, but does it kind of bother you that so many people complain about how we don't get backstories for characters, yet... We know absolutely nothing about 90% of the people in Aliens, except for Ripley, Yeah, uh, Newt, and Burke, even though I think that cast did a great job. The thing, the, the thing about them
1: is, they had a lot of charisma, so yeah. you have to either have a good backstory, you have to develop your character, th- that's just it, you have to develop your characters good. That development can mean uh, either you give them backstory or like history about them, or you give time to develop them and flesh them out. Which uh,
2: what aliens does is they choose the latter, at least for most. Yeah. Players. Besides, but anyway... besides uh, somebody like I don't know. Uh, The girl in the the cockpit of ship and the other guy that was another technician, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you even know who I'm talking about who was oh oh yeah uh, whenever they're coming the, back in the by like, five by five what you're breaking up? Who was it? Uh, The girl in the cockpit. Like, that one scene where the guy reaches for the handle, Bay door, and it's all slimy, and that's when you realize, oh, it's an alien on ship, and that's two, an alien
1: killing the pilot of the ship, and then it
2: smashes down right in front of the rest of the group, and then they can't get off the planet. I'm trying to think. Um. It's like right before, game over, man, game over! Oh, yeah, uh, uh. Um. Yeah, you do not know that. See, you don't know
0: who I'm talking about. I think I know who it is, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, the two pilots. Yeah. That's my only turn point. Says, in the Pike 5x5. Five five. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know her quote, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Those are like
1: the least developed characters in the movie. But then again, you have like what?
0: You have Hicks.
1: You have 10 that's characters. That's all you need is Hicks. You have 10 characters in that movie.
0: Yeah. Anyway, on to the thing. Uh, as you were saying about what you thought about the movie,
2: um, I like the thing, plot. Uh, I think the plot is very good, and I think the writing is good. Uh, <laughs> I think all of it is good. <laughs>
0: Agreed. Um, it's one of my especially... all time. Especially. I love the ending of. I think that was a good ending. Do you know the prevailing theory uh, to the ending? That one of them is the thing?
1: Uh, yes, but do you know the prevailing theory as to which one of them.
0: Is it Kurt Russell?
1: No, it's. Uh... The pre- the, prevail- the prevail the prevailing fear theory is that what happens at the end is Kurt Russell beforehand uh what the drink was that he handed um what's his name? What's the other guy's name?
0: I don't remember. all I remember is Kurt Russell.
1: Uh the other guy uh was it was a Molotov, and he just took out the rag out of it, and he never used it and he knew that the thing wouldn't have known that that was uh Not liquor, so he drinks it and he he would eat, he would like spit it out if he was like he would like take a sip out of it, and then like spit it out and be like, dude, what the heck? Why are you giving me gasoline to drink? But, no, he doesn't do that. So, he says, we'll sit here and
2: wait, and waiting for, like, get the surprise jump on him and uh, torch him up.
0: (laughs) And I know in the commentary they also brought up how the fact that you didn't know if they were going to live or not, due to the fact that they're in the arctic in the middle of a snowstorm and like they're going to die of hypothermia before anybody can Oh, Kurt Russell's the... both of them are definitely dead. That's sad. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's just a given <laughs> that they're Also both dead. real
0: quick. Uh we are not going to talk about 2011's thing. First of all, I haven't seen it. Second of all, it sucks from what um, I
2: don't remember a lot about it, but I don't remember
1: it sucking. I just remember it not being as good as original.
0: And I also heard, okay, now, this is one thing I have been confused about. Is 1951's thing connected at all to John Carpenter's? No. Okay. Now, isn't not 2011 all. connected to John Carpenter? Yes, it is. Isn't it the prequel about the other station that... It's not really a prequel.
1: It's like it happened kind of at the same time. You know that uh, base that they go to, right? The one that they get the... Is trashed? The one that's trashed, yeah. Yes that that base is the base that happens throughout the 2011 20... yeah 2011 and the reason why i okay. say it kind of happens at the same time is because of the fact
2: that uh in the 20 in the 2011 version by the time like they're out on the ice uh Okay, so the twenty eleven version right before the at the by the beginning of the first movie, they are at the end
1: of the twenty eleven movie. Do you get what I mean?
0: Okay, so it's kind of like how Iron Man two happens at the same time as Iron Man or as Incredible Hulk, but the end of Iron Man Two happens beginning of Thor.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So, is it needed
0: to watch it, or can you just kind of...
2: Needed to watch what?
0: The Thing 2011, or is that kind of just like, hey, if you want to, you can watch our movie that totally takes place in the same universe. Oh, no. If they were going to... Make another movie,
2: it's debatable as they're there. actually never, no, and I'm not going to consider that because they're definitely not going to make another. Movie. Hmm. After the success of the 2011 I thought it fought. absence of success. Yeah. That's the whole entire point.
0: Okay. Um,. Anyway, back on to eighty two's thing or eighty one's thing or whatever. Um Good movie. Go watch it, agreed.
2: Uh go watch nineteen eighty one thing. Yes. Right now.
0: It, yeah. I would say it's the best out of all three of them.
1: Uh agreed. But then again you haven't seen twenty.
0: True. So I don't know what I'm saying, but I kinda do. What do um, you think anyway. about out of all four of them?
2: Whenever oh. I'm talking about, uh, also, who goes there? Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: still John Carpenter's.
2: Yeah. Well, then again, um, neither
0: of
1: us have read that, so.
0: True. Um, so, to wrap up the sweet sound of the 80s sci- or horror movies, Here is a smaller scale one that I watched on Hulu one evening and Justice has seen. Reanimator. Based off of an HP Lovecraft story, if I recall. Oh yeah, it is. Um, But isn't it one of those things where it's like, it's
1: so loosely based that it's basically its own thing? Yeah. Kind of like the original thing?
0: Yes, yes. But, uh, Justice, what do you think about
2: it? It's awesome, and, well,
1: except for one scene I'm thinking of in particular. Um, and I really like the oh, that's a homage to...
2: Psycho. Bernard Herman's Psycho theme. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't like the movie. Uh... I like the concept, but, and kids at home, you may want to skip ahead of about a minute or so. Um, in the movie, there is a scene where they remove the clothing off of a teenage female, and a guy with his head off of his spine proceeds to lick the female, um... I'm not going to specify where, but it is uh, personally I find it disturbing and kind of disgusting. So yeah, that's the part. The that's movie. the
1: part. That's the part that I'm uh, I'm talking. About. Besides that part, I think it's solid.
0: Yeah, it's it's also very bloody for its. time, I felt like, but then again, I haven't seen a lot of slasher films, so. No, it's
1: pretty bloody for its time.
0: <laughs> Good. So I'm not just being judgmental. The whenever they chop the head off with the shovel that kind of No, you know. I'm
2: thinking I'm thinking more of like whenever he puts the uh head on uh what is it that he puts? A uh receipt? Or was it a meat thermometer oh, yeah, yeah, or was yeah. it a it
0: was the heck a does he put it holder. on? Yeah. 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 Was it a receipt uh, holder, or Was or was it a meat, so. meat thermometer? No, I'm pretty sure it was a receipt or paper holder.
2: Hmm. Ugh. Now
0: I'm remembering that.
2: Ugh. And now, like, he puts it
1: into, like, that, uh...
2: That
0: goo.
1: Tupperware. Yeah. Thing. And, like, all yeah. the blood comes out of it and goes into
2: the Tupperware thing.
0: And I also... F- I did not care for the ending. Love makes people blind. I mean, you've already witnessed your boss dying because yeah, it he already felt gave a like... dead person. You know, it's he he went in a circle. He did not gain or lose. He lost everything. I feel like and that he... was one
1: of those things where, it's like.
0: Here's an ending you weren't expecting. Not really
2: an ending you were expecting. Like, uh, out of character.
1: Scene. Yeah.
0: But I more mean, of like for a it. shock
1: factor thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. But when you think about it, like at his place of work, he got a dead body and brought it back to life.
2: Dead bodies. It was one.
0: Uh, but then his boss comes down, and his boss is his girlfriend's father, and he sees her father get mutilated, legitimate, like, legitimately biting <laughs> his fingers. Uh He's, there's a,
1: a breakout, a zombie's breakout happening downstairs, and then all of a sudden he just decides, well, might as well go ahead and kickstart it up here. <laughs>
0: I, I it's so true like if they would have killed everybody walked out of there they would have been fine but then they decide to hold off and then she dies and he's like I'm gonna bring her back to life and then oh my god it made no sense
1: I like the movie it's just that it's definitely one of those things that's like
2: it's trying to shock you but it's mm-hmm. also like it's definitely like uh, Evil Dead Part Two. I see. It reminds me of the original.
0: The original? Have you seen? Have you? Seen I've that seen one? the original, and I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Mainly, like the the idea of everybody dying. Like maybe maybe Evil person... maybe Part Two,
2: but not Part One. Well, I mean no.
0: Well, I mean like reanimator, reanimator and Pet Cemetery One. I feel like have the same tropes, especially at the. Well, I mean not everybody dies. uh, They basically. That's true. That's true. But like, I so badly wanted to like the original Pet Cemetery, and I watched it, and whenever he's like, well, whenever his wife was dead and. His son was dead, and the old guy, which I love him, he was Hermit Munster. And he's Munster dead, he was... and he's dead, and they're dead. They were all dead, okay? Everybody's dead, except for him and his daughter, right? So what you're saying is you don't like the ending of Evangelion? Okay, we're going to do that a whole nother episode about Evangelion with Haxor. That's that's
1: totally fine, because all I know is the fact that at the end of that series, I'm cutting this, by the way, the fact that at the end of that series, everybody dies.
0: Well, my, see, the thing with Pet I'm fine when everybody's dead, okay? Glass, they killed everybody. Um, Bruce Willis was dead. Uh, James McAvoy was dead. Uh... Okay, if somebody could, like, sync up a song to me saying dead, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, you know, Mr. Glass is dead. You know, I'm fine when they kill everybody, it's just whenever everybody's already dead and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna bring them back to life. And you're like, well, they're gonna die anyway, you know. it, it It's kind of useless to bring somebody back when you already know that they're gonna be dead. And you're gonna die and everybody's dead. Dead, 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 dead. Oh, what's one thing that all these films have in common? Dead. People are dead. <laughs> <laughs> um so any more last things about Reanimator or just we're good there. Mm. Yeah, I think we're good. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the 90s. Starting with the miniseries, It. Three hours long. Well, Uh, actually, wait. Does anybody die
2: in uh, It 2017? Yes. Uh, The bully's partner. I think.
0: Oh, and Georgie... uh, George, oh yeah, Georgie George, does die. Georgie. Hey, yeah, Georgie. Do and plus, I live? guess those kids were dead? Question yeah, every, people die, okay? Everybody's dead.
1: Well, then again, they weren't shown to be killed. They were killed off-screen. True. Way off-screen. True. Like 50 years but, ago. Uh,
0: yeah. But what's your thoughts on the miniseries? The miniseries? Um... I don't mind it. Do I like Jim Curry as it?
1: I don't really care for it.
0: I like I like it as a comedy, but I don't like it as a serious film. I got you there, yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't I, I'm going never mind. But uh I I don't really know what to talk about it cuz we're going to be talking about 2017's it here really shortly do you have anything you want to say about 90s it uh
1: Tim curry was amazing
0: yes perfect tim curry was amazing i love him in clue and what was that other movie he was in uh oh rocky horror picture show i haven't oh f- and seen that yet. i haven't seen that yet either and uh uh
2: uh, Home Alone 2. He was... I haven't seen Home Alone so I have
0: no idea. You've not seen either of those? No. Okay, this episode, you guys are going to find out, I haven't seen a lot of the movies that I should have seen. I still haven't seen Breakfast Club, so...
1: I didn't see that until, like, a few years ago.
0: Okay, so it's not, I'm not awful, I'm just... Well, technically, and I still
1: haven't seen it, because I wasn't really paying attention whenever... I saw it at a party, and it, I wasn't really paying attention while it was playing.
0: I gotcha. But, anyway, back to it, as you so kindly reminded me. Uh, It's okay. It's fine. It's weird in how it tells its story, but it's... Eh, I don't
1: really like it.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's not very cohesive. It's one of they those things where I
1: just to... most people are like in the middle about it, and some lean slightly more towards bad or slightly more towards good. And I'm one of the people that likes to lean slightly more towards bad.
0: Yeah, except for but... Tim Curry.
1: Tim Curry's great in it.
0: Agreed. That's the only thing I can say that I thoroughly enjoyed. Also, the guy. That played Richie.
2: Oh, uh. Yeah, I I think. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah.
0: Yeah, I liked him. But other than that. Everything else. Anyway. Middle of the road.
2: Yeah. Moving Um, on. Moving
0: on to. 1992's. Scream. Wes Craven, I believe, also made that one. Yes,
1: Wes Craven made that.
0: I found it funny. Uh, Why do you find it funny? It's supposed to be a comedy. What do you mean it's a comedy? It's clearly a comedy. No, it's not! it's, It's funny. I laughed my butt off during that movie. People are... It's legit about a serial killer. Are you sure you didn't see scary <laughs> movie? No. Scream is supposed to be a comedy somewhat. Cuz it's no, it very is self-aware cuz they talk about how the horror movie trope. It's clearly a comedy. That's not that's not
1: really like that's com- a comedic aspect of it, but that that's like only at the end though. The first part of the movie, the first two acts of the movie, are not comedic whatsoever.
0: Okay, for the record, I'm 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 perfectly sane. For people listening at home, um, please don't don't call anybody. I'm perfectly fine, but I found the movie as a comedy. You found the movie as what? Uh, as a comedy, I, I did. Okay, yeah. Lock this guy up. <laughs> um, um, I I found the movie okay. Ghostface was kind of a lame villain. What do you mean? Well, the fact that, you know, he falls down and he takes a second to get back up. It, well, I mean, that's more real realistic. World. Yeah, that's, it's realistic, it's just not I'd say threatening. I'd say I actually like
1: Ghostface in the fact that he's more realistic.
0: I I just think that makes him less intimidating. The fact that you can shoot him and it's okay. You know, like, he's gone. He's dead.
1: Well, I'm more of a realism type of guy. I like a lot of realism.
0: I gotcha. And It's not bad, it's just it kind of feels awkward.
1: I don't... I actually like Ghostface probably more than I like Jason. Or Hmm. Michael Myers. Well, not in their character,
2: but in like their logistics.
0: I got you. But uh, well, me... I don't.
1: I actually. Well, let me refresh. I like Michael Myers more, uh, at least in the first movie, but not in the second, because in the second movie, that then that's whenever it becomes like
0: ridiculous.
1: Yeah, well not ridiculous, well
2: more like it wouldn't really make sense for somebody to stay alive after things He,
0: I heard Halloween's good and Halloween 2 is good and Halloween 2018 is good, but that's it. After that Um, I heard they just kinda, other than H2O I
2: heard H2O was So
1: Halloween, Halloween 2 Halloween three does its own thing, and I like it.
2: Um, and Halloween two thousand eighteen I like, but
1: some people don't like it. And I feel like the remakes, the Rob Zombie remakes, yeah. were their own thing. I don't like them, but I don't like. I'm not
2: like everybody else in the fact that they hate it. I just don't like it. I got you.
0: But uh anything else you want to say about Scream or Um Scream
1: I, I really like the first one. Did
0: you ever see the second one? Uh no, I don't know if that's available on Netflix. Or, I like... or wherever I
1: watched. Uh it's on Netflix, I'm pretty sure. It was at
2: least that's how I saw it. The sequel.
0: Okay. I might check it out. Uh it might not be on there anymore. It's it's October, man. Well, soon to be October when we're recording this. But it, it's got to be on there. It's Netflix September when we're up. recording
2: this, and it will be October when this comes.
0: It better be on there, because I want more horror movies. I love cheesy horror movies. Anyway, I I thought the original was good.
2: I like um, it a lot. It's one of my favorite slasher films.
1: I'd probably say it's my second favorite slasher film to think about. It.
0: What's your first?
1: Definitely Halloween. Well yeah. wait, 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 I forgot,
2: uh psycho technically counts, so probably my third. I got stream you. is probably hmm. my third.
0: Hmm. Well, um I guess we can go ahead and jump into the modern day. Um the so millennium you, era. Yeah. I know you haven't really seen any modern-day horror movies, but we do have two I have,
1: I have seen some, but not, like... All of them. Not a Krampus, them. which we were going to do. I haven't yes.
0: seen them. Um, For anybody listening, and for you, Justice, Krampus is a great classic horror movie. It's not violent, it's not gory, but it's a perfect mix, very self-aware. Michael Doherty did a great job on it recommend. It's a really good movie. You're a fanboy of Michael Daugherty, aren't you? I haven't seen Trick or Treat and that's said to be his best work.
2: I haven't seen Trick or Treat either. I've and keep in mind he's only made like four movies. Trick or Treat, uh King of the Monsters Krampus,
0: King of the Monsters maybe one He's done a lot more writing than he has whatever else. Let's look that up real quick. Uh, Michael Doherty, if you don't know, he's the director of King of the Monsters, one of the greatest Godzilla movies of all time, and is a great person, hopefully.
2: He also loves animals. Okay. Anyways, I can't spell Michael. It two thousand seventeen. Yes. I thought it was okay. I mean, did you? Oh my gosh. This one I cannot get over like the way they made Pennywise this very I just can't with His stupidly large
1: head. (laughs) What I just kept on saying whenever he came up was,
0: boy, you look like you just got hit in the head with a frying pan. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care for him as much. I really don't. Me neither. I like Tim Curry. I like the design of
2: the Tim Curry as well. Yeah. I do like
0: the lazy eye. Uh I also like the contortions. I like that as well. Yeah, that SARS gives
2: but other than that it's kinda of like whatever. Yeah. When does the sequel come out again? Uh came out yesterday.
0: Oh, it did come out yesterday? Cut this out. And right. with the sequel that just came out, uh I haven't seen it yet, but eventually we w- I will. Um, I haven't seen I have it yet high either. Hopes. Uh, Not too high, though. I just expect to see Pennywise and hopefully a giant spider with dead lights.
1: No. No giant spider. No giant Please. spider. No. <laughs> no. Um, it, well, I... if you're, if you're going to do giant spider, then go all out and do the st- stupid turtle, too. Yes. Wait,
0: there's a turtle? <laughs> Wait, doesn't a turtle come in and, like, give the kids a ride or something? No, the...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, no, I forgot. That's in the first... That's, like, in the first half.
0: Kids. Oh, and then again, there's also a scene where all the kids... Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're gonna gonna avoid that for a G-rated podcast. So,
1: basically, in the book, there's, like, this turtle that made the universe, and, like, it helps the kids in the first part of the book, but then later on, like, the turtle got choked on the, choked on the universe itself. <laughs> it, yeah, it's kind of weird.
0: What? Okay, one thing. What was Stephen King on in the 70s
1: and 80s? Large amounts of drugs and alcohol.
0: Yeah. I could kind of figure that from the trailer for Maximum Overdrive.
2: <laughs> he is weird. Yeah, Stephen King is definitely like uh, the metal version of writers. B- book oh. writers.
1: Like, me- metal artist version of writers.
0: I gotcha. Um, real quick before I ask one more question, uh would you say It Twenty Seventeen's the best Stephen King movie or would that go to Christine? Um
2: no. And I'm trying to think of other uh There are a lot of Stephen King oh wait, Thinner's probably my favorite.
0: I gotcha. Fun fact, I have been to the filming locations of the movie Sometimes They Come Stephen King book. Oh,
1: yeah. I forgot about uh Sometimes They Come Back. Do you like that movie? I like that movie a lot, but it's not one of my favorites.
0: I gotcha. It's, it's a fun, corny... Oh, corny yeah. Movie. Graveyard Shift is a great one. <laughs> uh... What? (laughs) Oh my god, I just thought of the, uh, the end credits theme. Oh my god. What? Okay, for anybody at home, please, go to YouTube, look up Graveyard Shift End Credits Song. It is hilarious. Oh my god. I must have cut it off before it got to that. You cut it off after the giant bats, I bet. Yeah. Oh, Are you noticing something? Uh,
1: bad. The sand, the sand lot is, uh, er, not the sand lot, uh, uh, Salem's Lot. That's
0: a good one. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, I haven't seen
0: corn. I haven't seen. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I I've seen that. I don't remember it that well. It was weird. It's, it's not good. <laughs> I watched it at two o'clock in the morning.
1: I like Misery. The best
0: time. I like Misery,
1: The Shining, but. Uh, actually, The Shining's probably King not. hates. King
0: yeah. hates The Shining.
1: Yeah, King hates The Shining, but then again, King. King has done a lot Weird. of uh, debatable things. Cujo, yeah. what Are do you, you think sure of that... The Green Mile? I have not seen it. Uh, I started watching it, but uh, once it got up to, like, The Miracles uh that's when i shut it off
3: mm. I,
1: haven't uh, seen the I haven't seen the shawshank i haven't seen the Re- shawshank redemption mm. uh, uh, uh the stand
0: yeah the stand it's like
1: 4 hours long no uh stand by me i have not seen... uh well i've seen most of it i've seen up until like where they start telling stories to one another
0: and then there's Under the Dome, that's another Stephen King. Did I already say Cujo? Yes. Yeah. Uh that's a good amount. Oh Carrie. Carrie, that's right, Carrie. And wasn't Creep Show Stephen King? Yeah, I was about to say Creep Show. Yeah.
2: And then <laughs> Dreamcatcher. <laughs>
0: I haven't seen, I've seen a few, but I haven't seen too many. You know what that's about, right? One of those dreamcatcher things that I made in art, like, six years ago? Oh, no, that's not what it's about at all. A fairy godmother coming and catching dreams and saying her
2: out? it's about aliens that explode out of your butthole. What? Yep, that's exactly what it's about.
0: Oh my god. Well, uh... That's a good note to end Stephen King movies on. Well, he made The um, Running Man, too. Oh, that's true, The Running Man. Yeah. And, uh, Silver, Silver Bullet. I love Silver Bullet. I love Silver Bullet. Gary Busey's hilarious in that. I also should. Oh, same he made The Dead Zone.
2: Too. He made The Dead Zone.
0: That's right. Well, I mean, not...
2: Whenever and I say he, he... He was a part of it. Whenever I say Trump.
0: he,
1: I mean he was the one that originally wrote it.
0: Yeah. The only one Trump. that he's ever
2: directed is Maximum Overdrive. Maximum.
0: Yeah. Which is an odd one to make. I don't think that's his favorite book he wrote. Weird, but whatever. So, um, and I am happy that you started with Silent Films. Because I feel like we're kind of making a circle here, unless you have anything else to say about Stephen King movies.
1: Um, no, that's... Or a...
0: It 2017. Nah. I mean, um, it's, a, so... it's a good movie, but I just can't go get over
1: the f- fact of, like, the design of the new Pennywise.
0: I gotcha. So, like I said, perfect. Uh, talking about silent films and how modern-day films aren't the greatest with silent films, but some can pull it off. It's a great, great ending here. John Krasinski's A Quiet Place. Yes.
2: Great film. Great use of silence. I love A Quiet
0: Place. Really underrated film of 2017? I 18. thought I was eighteen. I thought I was eighteen. Twenty eighteen, yeah, twenty-eighteen. Uh, John Krasinski. I always thought he would be a comedy person, cause of him playing uh Jim in The Office. But great job. I love him in a quiet place. I'm excited to see the sequel. Oh wait, there's a sequel. Yep, it comes out a little after or a little before Godzilla vs. Oh, cool. I'm going to have to go and see that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's definitely one of those films that people weren't expecting in 2017 or 18, and it turned around and was huge. I love how the fact
1: that uh, there were a ton of, like, stay silent, or, like, movies about things that you need to like remove one of your senses yeah senses. don't look
0: at it don't talk yeah oh, funny story about a quiet place so i went to a theater where you can't talk at all during the movie like if there's a sound you'll be removed theater so we're sitting in there and everybody's dead silent and anytime you take a bite of popcorn like it's so loud, especially whenever there's no, th- not, nobody talking, no music. It was hilarious to see people try and chew their
2: popcorn without making sounds.
0: But, uh, what's your thoughts on A Quiet Place?
2: Oh, I love it. Um, uh, what do you think of the monsters from that movie really quick before we move on. to
0: I love them, even though I do sense Demogorgon in them, kind of. And but...
1: kind of... uh It kind of reminded me of the Cloverfield monster. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, if I recall, at one point, they almost made A Quiet Place a Cloverfield movie.
1: Yeah, maybe that's it
0: because it was distributed by Paramount and basically any sci-fi movie Paramount gets are like ooh can we put this in the cloververse so
2: yeah but well, uh, uh, what I think of the movie I I really liked uh Jim
1: uh I'm just going to call him <laughs> Jim
2: uh <laughs> I really liked his I'll... character yeah. Um, uh. Spoilers. It was really sad to see him
0: die. Mm hmm. Did you know that he played the creatures, too? Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, he did the motion capture for the creatures.
2: Huh. Let's go over here.
0: Yeah. Um, motion uh... capture is really cool.
1: Yeah, I really liked the effects in it. Well, I didn't really like the effects, but uh,
2: I think they were serviceable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a pretty well-rounded horror movie. Agreed.
0: But uh, that uh great. We just made a loop. We went from silent films to... Movies with sound, and now we're back to A Quiet Place with no sound. So, I feel like that's a good point to end it on with uh, going back to silent films and how they've impacted us as a group. Um, Now, before we do all of our linking and crap, um, we did get a review er, late recently. So, um, as promised, we will read it off. This is from Godzilla Fan 2019 This was a review left on iTunes. He rated us five stars. Title, I Love D-Man 1954 as a special guest. Me too. Uh, this is a great podcast. My favorite episode is the D-Man 1954 episode. I Love Kaiju Podcast. And I Love D-Man. So check this podcast out, and check out D-Man 1954's channel. Uh, D-Man, if you're listening, you just got linked again. So thank you so much for being on. But uh, thank you, GodzillaFan2019, for that amazing review. Um, Like I said, uh, I've been saying, rate us on iTunes. It helps us with our uh, boosts, or it boosts our ratings, you know, gets people to watch us more because it recommends us. I believe this is our second review, both of them, five stars. Awesome, I love that. And I, I, as host, I can't say how much I appreciate you guys reviewing and listening. I really, really appreciate it. Um, if you haven't already, follow us on Twitter. Just recently, we hit 100 followers. And again, thank you guys so much for that. Another milestone the podcast has made since I've been here. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or reviews that you don't want to put on iTunes, you can tweet us, like I said. You can email us at kaijuconversation at gmail.com. By the way, our Twitter handle is kaiju underscore That's K-A-I-J-U underscore C-O-N-V-E-R-S. Um, and if you don't want to email us or talk on Twitter or anything, or if you just want to, join our Discord server. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You can talk to both hosts, and well, not Justice, but uh, you can talk to Haxor and I. Justice is busy most of the time, so He unfortunately cannot speak a whole lot, but it's a lot of fun. We've got a good community on our server. Daily questions, um, reviews, uh, you know, all that good stuff. And if you haven't already, uh, check out our store. Uh, If you look up Kaiju Conversation T Public, you can find it. Or if you go to the About page of our YouTube channel, you can find all this link there. And under the Store Merch link, you will find our merchandise. From pillows to cups to shirts. And as you can tell, subscribe to us on YouTube. That would be awesome if you can. And follow us on any platform you are on or listening. And, uh, it's kinda ironic that Justice is here. Thank you, Justice, for editing all of our episodes. Without you, the podcast could not go on. Mm, You're welcome. (laughs) I'm tired. Uh, so, do you have any final messages to say to anybody, Justice? Mm, no. Other than... Don't expect me on for a long, long time until we want to do another throwback episode. I guess. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Um, You can find... I'm your host, ET13Productions. You can find me on YouTube as ET13Productions. Justice, can we find you anywhere or are you still uh um, you know, just
2: if you can think of a place you put it, let me just say that.
0: Awesome. I don't know what that means, but that works. Um I still haven't come up with an outro. Um but this has been a huge conversation for the week. Uh in fact a kaiju con- not really horror crap. Um, I don't know what to say. Uh, You got a
1: bonus to this episode, too. You got the commentary.
0: Yeah, yeah, you got a bonus. You got a commentary with this. So, yeah, this has been a, like, three in one podcast, right? So, thank you guys so much. Um, We really appreciate it, and this has been your kaiju conversation for the week.
2: I don't know what to say. I think that's good, right? Are you going to say bye? Okay.
0: Um. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time, and uh, peace out.